Welcome to Converge Coffee with Sean Sullivan. I'm here with Peter Lazars. He is the VP of Marketing of Supply Kick, an online retail specializing helping brands grow on Amazon. He has previously held B2B and B2C marketing roles at Our Health and Angie's List. Peter is an active member in the OR Fellowship and enjoys contemplating and birds and parenthood. Peter, thanks for being on the show. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me, Sean. So when we were in our little green room session, uh, we were talking e-commerce, like what's what the heck is going on? Um, and, you know, being in the indie area, there's a lot of B2B marketers out there. Um, and there's not as many B2Cs, but we're coming up. I mean, we're, we're growing and there's a lot of BC, B2Cs Absolutely. out there. But um, as for Supply Kick, you know, what has been interesting um, doing B2C marketing at Supply Kick? Yeah, that, that's a great question. So, you know, at Supply Kick, uh, you know, we're focused on helping brands develop long-term sales strategies on the Amazon platform. So uh, we do do work in other platforms, but Amazon is just, uh, it's, the, it's the elephant in the room and that, that's where we primarily focus. Um, and I, I think what's just been so interesting is living in the Amazon ecosystem and Amazon's really just has developed this incredibly competitive marketplace where they're just uber focused on getting the consumers and getting the shoppers as many products at the best price in the shortest amount of time as possible. And because they're laser focused on the shoppers, um, it puts a lot of onus on um, it puts a lot of onus on the sellers and the brands, um, you know, to uh, do all the work and to be successful, and and, and that can be difficult. Um, and so, I think one of the mo- the things that that's been most interesting for us is just the number of categories that we're in. I mean, you know, I don't know if I'm going to be selling um, birdhouses or drinkware or baby products or hunting knives um, on a day-to-day basis. And I think that's one of the things that's been so interesting. And then figuring out how each of those categories might be similar or different to each other um, in in the Amazon experience for uh, both the shoppers and the brands. So, um, that certainly keeps us on our toes. Um, and, and, um, you know, Amazon knows that it's the largest marketplace and so therefore can strong arm businesses into behaving by their rules. And, uh, so far they've been able to do that successfully. And that, that's what creates space for people like, uh, supply kick to help brands and manufacturers out. Yeah, agreed. Um, Amazon is, I mean, launched something where, um, even Google was saying the biggest, I just read this article last month and you're, you're right on it that um, Amazon's dictated by price, customer reviews. And those are the two things that people look after, you know, what are people doing? Like, what's the price? How much is that going to break my bank as versus, you know, if I have to return this product, Oh, should I buy another product based on the customer reviews? So yeah. totally get that. Yeah. It's a struggle. <laughs> yeah. And, and, you know, for brands to succeed on Amazon, um, you know, a lot of them feel like it's a price war, but it, it doesn't have to be. Um, but you have to be able to explain to shoppers why some of your products might be more expensive and you have to do it pretty quickly. Um, you know, Amazon shoppers, Amazon makes it totally easy for shoppers 
to click from one product to the next. Very, they, they make it very quick to buy, especially for Prime members. And so really, if you want to stand out and be successful on Amazon, you have, and, 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 you know, you either have to be the cheapest um, or be able to quickly show how you're better than maybe a competitor that, that is, is less expensive than your product. Um, and you can be successful that way. And, and, and that's what we're uh, here to help brands figure out. I love it. So, you know, kind of backtracking. So before Supply Kick, uh, you were over at Our Health and Angie's List. And, mm-hmm. you know, that was, um, you mentioned you've done a little bit, of, you've done B2C marketing, obviously with Supply Kick, mm-hmm. but you've also mentioned B2B marketing. So just, you know, for the listeners out there, can you give, um, you know, some reasons of how B2C and B2B marketing are different? Yeah, um, sure. Um, you know, um, I, th- I think there's some misconceptions, some traditional misconceptions about how B2C and B2B marketing are similar and different. Um, I think the, the first is the uh, the traditional sort of maxim has been that, uh, that B2B um, marketing needs to be um, – um, or the, the B2B buyer is less emotional and thinks with their brain more. And, um, um, and, and that is, uh, you know, they do their research and it is, uh, um, and that's how they make decisions. But, you know, I think really what we're seeing is that the B2C buyer, the consumer, and then the business buyer, um, they're equally as emotional. And um, now the B2B buyer, uh, their emotion might be more tied toward a salesperson or maybe an AE, an account executive, whereas you know a consumer might be more into the traditional keeping up with the Joneses and how much they love and trust a brand and all of that stuff. But you know, really, I think some of the, the similarities between B2C and B2B marketing are Buyers are emotional. Buyers have preferences. And, um, you know, if if you can establish that trust, if you can be entertaining and you can, uh, you know, deliver good value, um, you know, uh, you can be successful in either. And so um, I I think that is the, the B2C and B2B buying process is becoming more and more similar as buyer journeys become more complicated, um, especially in e-commerce right now, you know, we're seeing more digitally native brands. You know, some brands aren't, you know, they figured out Instagram, right? And so they're known as the Instagram sheet, right? <laughs> some brands figured out Amazon and they're known as the Amazon sheet, right? I think you're seeing more and more of that with uh, B2B marketing um, where, um, you know, Sean, you're probably the same way as me where, You'll be scrolling through Instagram or Facebook, even though those are my, you know, personal Facebook and Instagram, and I'm getting a bunch of marketing software. So, um, and that has an impact on me. Um, and so, the buyer journey across um, the buyer journey across um, each of those is getting more complicated, but that really is opening opportunities for for marketers to find new audiences. Um, and find different ways that buyers are consuming media. So it's an exciting time to be in, in both of those, really. Yeah, I agree. I, I just saw a, um, an advertisement on Hulu. It targeted me. That was uh, 
that was Salesforce. But talking about Salesforce in the sense of, okay, you live in this area, I'm going to target target you on based on your 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 zip code that you might need Salesforce for your all inclusive CRM. By the way, we do all these other things, so it's not just a CRM, but they show all these other products like Einstein and everything else. Where I'm where I'm seeing that in the sense of it's a CRM, but it has everything else more of a B two B versus you see Amazon popping up and they're more e commerce and more B two C. So they're building their all encompassing platforms to make sure that everybody can see the data within what they're trying to build. But their marketing is very similar in the sense of what channels, how did they get to these people? Yeah. Um, it, yeah. I mean, there it, it's, um, it's sort of becoming channel agnostic between B2B and B2C. Um, and you don't have to be on all of them, but you have to know how to use each of them in the right way um, on the B2B side. And that, that's been true on the B2C side for years and is becoming more and more so on the B2B side. Um, you know, and, and I think what that is challenging B2B marketers to do is honestly be more fun, be more entertaining, be, you know, stick out of the crowd a little more. Um, you know, you noticed that ad and there, you know, Salesforce does a good job. There had to have been some kind of entertainment value to you on Hulu, you know, Um that ad has to be different than a LinkedIn post. You know, that's just the nature of the beast, even though they're both B2B marketing ads. So, um, you know, I know that's, you know, that's a, that's a challenge for B2B marketers is to get out of the, you know, the, the world of checkboxes and comparing your software to other people's software and, you know, making sure people know the price and the, you know, all that stuff. It's like, no, like your marketing has to stand out and be fun. Just, you know, just like B2C marketers have figured out for years. So um, I think a lot of the good um, B2B marketers are sort of figuring out that um, these buyers are consumers just like everyone else. And the same rules for marketing apply uh, B2C or B2B. Exactly. Um, and you kind of hinted on, you know, be more fun um, with your marketing. So my last question, and then I'll, I'll be done drilling you with questions are, you know, what are some fundamentals to be successful on Amazon? Yeah. Um, that's, that's, um, that's a good question. And, um, um, I think overall the biggest mistakes that we see on Amazon are people trying to recreate their direct to consumer website, um, on the Amazon platform or, they are trying to replicate their Google ad spend on the Amazon platform. And, um, you know, that's, that's just, um, your marketing has to be platform specific. And if you're going to be on Amazon to be successful, you have to have a different product photography strategy for Amazon. That's going to be different than your product photography strategy for your website. Um, and, uh, you know, the same goes for your copy, the same goes for your design, your A plus content, and the same goes for your ad strategy. And there's a few reasons for this. First, like we said earlier, Amazon has created this incredibly competitive, um, listing page that, that your products live on. Um, if you think of, you know, like Sean, let's say you're selling coffee mugs and someone searches coffee mugs and sees your Google pay-per-click ad and 
um, clicks on it and goes to seanscoffeemugs.com. Well, great. You have a visitor to your website, and on seanscoffeemugs.com, none of your competitors are there, and you have that shopper's full attention. Well, if you do the same thing on the Amazon platform, someone searches coffee mugs and clicks on Sean's Coffee Mugs listing, on that listing will be sponsored products related to this. And your competitors on the Amazon platform have all of that space. Your competitor's price is going to be on your listing. Um, your competitor's reviews and ratings are going to be on your listing. And so you have to keep that in mind when you're taking photographs and you're writing your copy that your goal has to be to explain why someone needs to buy your coffee mugs and not a competitor's because it's so easy to click around and see um, all of those, those competitors. Um, and so what does that mean? Know your price point. Are you premium? Are you the, the you know, are you the, the best priced? Um, where do your ratings and reviews fit in? Um, where does your selection fit in as far as what kind of sizes and colors? And you have to, you have to change that accordingly. And so um, if you just took a bunch of pictures from your website and threw it on Amazon, that won't be as effective uh, as photography that really shows off features, maybe photography that is layered over um, with explanations and measurements and um, in product feature callouts. And, um, you know, so that's really what you have to do on, on things like photography on the ad side. Um, you know, the majority of Amazon ad impressions aren't on the search results page, like, like, you know, like Google, like Google search, right. The majority of ad impressions are on other products, listing pages. And so you have to think, Hey, what other products do I want to be advertising my product on, not just what keywords and terms? And so that really kind of changes the dynamics of how you do keyword expansion, how you do optimization, um, and things like that. So it's a bit of a different science, you know. Hey, at the end of the day, it's a it's a it's a bidding marketplace, just like Google, but there are a few nuances that make it um, more difficult to optimize and grow um, rather than just have a presence on Amazon. So, um, um, so, so if, if I believe your actual question was about fundamentals and I think it's really remembering, you know, as a marketer thinking, Hey, I'm creating marketing that's in a way more competitive space. I need to make this different and, and, and really be different in my marketing than my other competitors on, on Amazon. And, and that really is the fundamental that will set you apart on Amazon. I like it. I mean, that's, I mean, it, it is adhering to your mission value. That's, I mean, that's what um, I'm doing with an e-commerce company is, okay, what's our mission? What's our value? And then how do the products description of the products adhere to that too? Cause you see everybody else, they just keep product dumping, product dumping and, yeah. They've got so many pro products, like hundreds of thousands of products that they just, they can't customize any of that. So they yeah. just rely on, they just rely on traffic. I mean, traffic's good enough to a degree, yeah. but if you're just starting out, you gotta, you gotta expand fast. Yeah. You know, there's, there's so many shoppers on Amazon and, and there are room, there is plenty of room for multiple different types of products to be successful, but you have to 
be able to say, to tell shoppers why they should buy your product. Um, and, and, um, there's just so many shoppers and there's so much, so much dollars exchanged on the Amazon platform that there is room for everybody. And, yep. um, 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 but you gotta be, you gotta be smart about it. Exactly. So enough about the questions. Just want to kind of know if you want to tell a story of um, something that's probably not on the supply kick website. If you know, you helped a customer in this industry um, realize um, how to pivot their Amazon strategy versus other strategies, or if they just got started with Amazon or what's kind of going on that um, you just kind of notice some things, um, especially going to the fundamentals that, you know, you as you know, with supply kick has have, seen pivoted and helped the client um become successful or come out with some insights um that you want to share with the community yeah um yeah that's a good question i i think um um you know recently um um you know we we've helped a we've helped a couple products really um you know uh, uh and, and the two products I'm thinking about in particular, they, they both were successful in their own right before they, they partnered with us, but they were trying to figure out kind of, um, you know, they were doing it themselves. They were spending hours a week doing it and really what they, they kind of hit their limit. So that's why they partnered with us. And, um, really there, there's a few things that we've been able to do with them and, um, um, in a couple instances, make them be, get them to be the number one product in their category. And, um, you know, a lot of that had to do with kind of figuring out, Hey, you know, uh, what is, uh, what is the intent of the shopper when they're looking for a product like this? What is the use? What kind of terms are they using? What other products on the Amazon platform are they looking at that we think there might be opportunity to say, Hey, we know you ended up on this page, but, um, we have a better product for you. Um, and really being able to call those out. Um, you know, I, I think in each case, what we saw was, um, you know, their, their product photography was just something they took with their smartphone, you know, and, um, maybe they just, uh, I know in one case just had their kids, you know, just take a bunch of pictures with their smartphone, which is fine to get going. But, um, again, that doesn't call out the features and, and tell the story about why someone should buy your product. Not that in each case there was a cheaper, I don't want to call it a knockoff product, just a less expensive product that wasn't as good. So we, we had to call the, we had to call those features out. Um, and you know, I think, um, um, uh, especially for so many of our, um, so many of the people we work with are, you know, they're not e-commerce people, you know, they're people who they, they're, um, uh, there's this group called Logox that we work with. They're woodsmen. They want to figure out products that help people who are working in the woods, right? They don't want to be behind a computer trying to figure out, you know, Amazon, product photography and, um, what a cost means, right. Even though they do, and they do a great job with that. Um, they want to be out designing products. They want to be out creating the next cool thing. Um, and that giving them the freedom to do that. We can't do that for them. We cannot go out and say, Hey, here's the next cool thing for woodsmen. Um, 
We don't know that, but we can take Amazon off their plate and help them be successful on Amazon so they can do the things that they really want to do. And, and that's been really satisfying for us. I love it. So Peter, um, enough about supply kick and enough about, you know, your customers that you're, you're helping. And this part of the episode is, um, is about you. So, you know, why do you, what do you get up in the morning? You first think when you go, you know, you're going to, you know, go into work, what's the first thing that comes to mind of why you work at supply kick? Yeah. Um, you know, that, that's a great question. I think, um, um, you know, first and foremost, um, I got, uh, two 16 month old daughters at home and they mean the world to me. And, um, you know, working at supply kick, um, you know, um, it, I, I'm working with a bunch of other people who understand that there are more important things than work. And there are things like family and we work in an uber flexible work environment, um, that allows people to focus on what matters to the most, um, while still having high expectations around performance in the work. And, 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 uh, that is a, that is a culture that permeates through the organization. And, um, so that's, that's, that's one of the things I, I love. Um, our founders, Josh Owens and Chris Palmer, they believe that they live that life. And, um, um, that culture, like I said, has just caught on and, and that's first and foremost. Um, you know, I, I, w- one of the things that, that I've enjoyed the most is seeing, um, the growth of, uh, and the gelling of the members of our team, um, and, and not only their professional growth, but their, uh, maturity and leadership growth over the past year, um, has just been phenomenal, uh, particularly on the marketing team, but really across the organization here. And, um, and, um, you know, that, that one is rewarding to me, but two, um, really makes my job easier. So, um, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's been great. Um, and, and I think in particular, the ability for folks on my, uh, on my team to, to identify problems and solve them, um, quickly, um, in being, having the courage to try new things, even if we don't know the work in a calculated and smart way. And, um, I think we've taken some risks and gambles over the past few months that not all of them have paid out, but in totality have been able to move, move the, uh, uh, the business forward and, and move our partners products forward. So that's really what I've been, um, uh, um, has really kind of kept my spirit and um, my my joy over the past really year um, here at Supply Kick. That's awesome. I like that. So, you know, what do you do with um, with this flexible with with Supply Kick's kind of flexible work where things become important? What do you do? Um, you know, hobby health. Um, to kind of recharge and come back to work and making sure that you're focusing on the most, the more important things in life. Yeah. Um, um, you know, I, I think, you know, um, my daughters, uh, keep me young and make me old at the same time. Um, one of the things that's great about, uh, this is probably a shameless plug. Um, uh, supply kick recently moved, um, to uh, what is called the Whiskey Hill Campus here in Indianapolis, 
on the Near East side. We have an on-site gym um, that we can join and Supply Kick covers the uh, gym fees. And so uh, the gym is tailor-made fitness. And so been hitting up the gym here lately. And uh, that that certainly has been fun. Um, you know, I think um, 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 I think the other thing that has been really enjoyable to see here at Supply Kicks is we have several um, several employees with side hustles, um, and so essentially these are these are folks who uh, a lot of them are dabbling in other areas of e-commerce that aren't Amazon direct to consumer. Um, direct to consumer is a main one, subscription boxes and the like, and um, and it's been really cool to see how um, you know other employees drill in on that and help each other out. Um, you know, I heard a marketer, they bought a product from someone else here and they were giving them email marketing tips. And so I, I just really thought that was cool. Um, and so I, you know, that, that, that spirit here is, um, um, you know, there's a real community around that and, uh, that's been, that's been really rewarding to see. I like that. I love it. You know, with the community, the open flexibility, becoming an active learner rather than just being sitting behind a desk and just doing, you know, e-commerce work all the time that you're constantly learning from different angles, different, you know, companies, different people. Um, Peter, um, thanks for being on the show and talking about B2C and B2B marketing, supply kick, e-commerce, what you, what the company is doing um, as for Amazon and um, how the company operates and kind of seeing behind the scenes as well as um, where your passions lie. So appreciate it. Um, and thank you very much. Yeah. Thanks, Sean. Thanks for having me. Uh, big fan of the show and hope to talk to you soon. 